welcome to the Eva podcast. My name's Erin. I'll be your host where we explore all things health information technology and Eva, the first interpretive health record system. So without any further delay, let's get this episode started. All right, everyone, I wanted to start today's podcast a little differently in that I wanted to give a little bit of an introduction to the topic that we're discussing, because honestly, not everybody's on the same page. So today we're going to talk about um, the No Surprise Act and as well as the 21st Century Cures Act, why these two federally uh, mandated acts or rules are really important when it comes to the evolution and now requirement of providers to provide full access to all patient health information to patients. So in a nutshell, why are we talking about these two acts? Um, We're talking about them because they greatly change how electronic health record systems are used and then also how they're built. Uh, old systems or most systems out there today are not built with patient full patient transparency. And both of these acts are basically saying federally, you now must provide full transparency to your patients, whether it's billing uh, or any of their um, chart, medical, personal information. So this introduction gives you uh, really the closest update that's about to happen, which is October 6, 2022. The definition of electronic health record information is about to expand beyond what it used to mean. So what it used to mean um, was based off of the United States core data for interoperability. So what does that mean? It basically included a small subset of information for a patient. Now that will expand to even more information, um, also known as protected health information, right? EPHI. And that information is defined by HIPAA. So really in a nutshell, we went from being required as providers, nurses, and electronic health record systems to give patients you know, a subset of information about their health Now, starting October 6th of 2022, we will be required to uh, give personal health information. That's anything that's considered identifiable health information used, maintained, stored, or transmitted um, must be accessible to the patient. That's a huge deal. And most providers don't even know that that's happening. And really what's going on in the background is uh, hospitals and larger institutions and sort of mid-sized clinics and all of that are struggling with this transition because currently there are very few fully open note systems and fully open billing systems. I actually don't know of any um, that are available to use. And, And really what we'll talk about today is you know, Dr. J believed in creating this kind of transparency over 20 years ago. So Eva has been built this way from the beginning. And all of the continued uh, acts that will be mandated through the 21st Century Cures Act, which is going to expand over a period of time, we already meet them. 
um, we have from the beginning. Not only do we meet them, we started building our system that way before it was even considered uh, as part of regulation, which was around 2016. All right, that's enough of me rambling. Let's hop into the podcast. Good morning, Dr. J. Hello, Parfait. How are you? (laughs) That's my nickname for those of you who don't know. Dr. J has so lovingly given to me. Let's go ahead and hop right into it, Dr. J. We are going to discuss the 21st Century Cures Act and the No Surprise Act. I want you to explore with me... uh, what these two federal regulations do and don't do for us, and how Eva's got you covered. It is a, a, a kind of an evolving understanding that if the patient has the information that the doctor has, they're going to be much better at per- providing uh, support for their care. They're going to comply better. Um, the, uh, the disclosure and consent is going to be correct, all that stuff. So. In the 20th century, I think it was normal for doctors to have a whole lot of proprietary information and the patient didn't share it. There was no Google, so patients couldn't learn stuff and figure out, he has me on this new medication and they couldn't figure out what it was. There was no data available to them, but now patients come in loaded with info and they have a lot of information. And if you're smart, I think you can actually have the patient be your part of your research team. You wanna limit them, you don't want them to go crazy but they can bring you information, you can add that to the chart. And the 21st Century Cures Act, basically, um, and you and I have been talking about this a little bit, if you and I, you as a uh, very highly trained professional nurse are able to um, have a discussion with me, it's basically the discussion that you and I would have. You'd say, um, my mom just got back from Africa and she's got a terrible rash. That's point one of the Cures Act. The next one is, um, you know, What happened then? Well, she went to the hospital and she got discharged because there was nothing terribly wrong with her. That's part two, the discharge summary. Part three, you go through, yeah, in the past, she's never had skin problems and she's a pretty healthy gal. I mean, she's, you know, 70 years old, but, you know, she's pretty healthy, Um, the history. Then, you know, they did a chest x-ray. She didn't have TB. Um, They did some lab and her blood count wasn't elevated. They did a little skin biopsy and it was some kind of parasite. Um, So they cut it out. And she's doing great. That's the entire 21st Century Cures Act. That's it. That's the whole thing. And the patient just has to have access to the data. So basically, any system that has what's called open notes, meaning that when the patient logs on to the portal or whatever mechanism the doctor wants to use to provide the patient info, um, they can look at it and say, huh, I can see exactly what happened. This is the date that I came in. This was my complaint. This is what the doctor did. And this is like what, what it looks like. This is what the, um, the final diagnosis is and my disposition. So basically, it's the same thing that would be happen if you called me and said, hey, I want to talk to you about my mom's rash. You would tell me the info, just like the 21st Century Cures Act. It's very cool, actually. And if you take it away from the government, such a pain. Oh, my gosh. They just make me do all this junk that's worthless. Some of it is always worthless and silly. Always. That's just the way regulations are. But some of it can really be a benefit. And we built an open notes protocol into our system from the beginning because we want patients to know. And we want not only them to know what we're doing, but if they participate, patients can help you get a whole lot smarter. They can, they can teach you stuff. They can do research for you. I mean, it can be a huge benefit. So I, I think it's actually a really, really good thing. 
Um, and I'm here, and I think you too, like we want to make it really easy for doctors to stay in independent practice where you don't have to have a legal team and an HR department and, uh, you know, a whole bunch of extra stuff that is unnecessary if your practice has proper technology where you have everything in your technology to manage your entire practice, including open notes and compliance with the 21st Century Cures Act. It's easy. I mean, it's easy. And um, I actually have fun with it. You know, it's, it's a great way to practice. So I like it. I love working in an open note system. And, you know, I love working with Eva because I chose Eva for the clinic that I supervised. I chose Eva at the time to um, meet a federal regulation for uh, and a state regulation at the time for my practice. And the state I was working in uh, was basically mandating that all practices now utilize e-prescribing for controlled substances. And it was a pretty unclear start time, but then the date kind of came out of nowhere and it happened to be right when I started working for this clinic. So we were in this really big stress crunch time to find the perfect electronic health record system that also had excellent e-prescribing And in the meantime, in that search, I had to use my uh, current EMR and basically buy an upgrade to e-prescribe through that system. So federal regulations generally force us to make these really big stressful moves kind of out of nowhere. And while we're also trying to run a clinic and basically do our other jobs, which are generally multiple jobs at the same time, right? My experience with Eva was such a breath of fresh air because not only did I end up getting this wonderful e-prescribing solution that didn't have an extra charge, and I wasn't using a a third-party system that was integrated into that system in order to send my e-prescribing, which ended up being uh, pretty difficult for my staff to manage quickly um, and for patients to transition with, too. It was very confusing. Um, What I also got moving to Eva was a system that was built for the future, So as these other federal mandates started to roll forward, you know, I didn't even know when we got Eva that Eva was already ready, but I started to notice, oh my gosh, okay, here's another federal mandate, like, because the Cures Act has quite a series of things that we're adding to how we're basically providing healthcare and managing information and that. And well, I didn't have to think about it anymore. I mean, I'd look at a federal mandate, I'd see Eva and it'd be like, We're already doing that. And really, these massive changes, um, they are huge. And I think providers, nurses, and individuals who've been working in sort of the modern system for a while, I don't think they realize how much of a difference these um, regulations are going to make and how much they're going to change healthcare because we're we're now requiring our systems to be fully transparent fully open charting, open notes, right? And also fully open with billing, which, hey, I'm all for. I believe in transparency and that it builds a trusting relationship with the patient and provider. And I don't think we have enough of that now. Yeah, I've had like, uh, since we started with Eva, like 2003, we've had seven or eight EMRs that we did and we transitioned in and out. And every time it's a headache and it's it's just not fun. But 
what you said was with the controlled substance thing, it's difficult because you have to have this, this separate piece of software that does stuff and it's a higher level of security and all these other things. So that when you actually try to do that, um, that tell the story about the patient and everything that happens, what the Cures Act requires, you know, just tell the story and then how it worked out. And the patient has to have all the information. The controlled substance stuff's not in there because it's in a separate system. So then you have to take that, I, I prescribed Norco, I prescribed 20 of them, and the reason why, and everything, that's all in the system, in EVA, everything's integrated. So yeah. it's, it's really cool because of the, the kind of medicine we practice is integrative medicine. So everything that's good from natural medicine, everything that's good from uh, osteopathic medicine, every, all the good stuff that you can do, you put it together. The same with the technology, it's integrated. So the prescribing is integrated with the lab, is integrated with the notes, is integrated with the billing, it's all together. So everything that you need to see is there, which complies with the Cures Act, with the 21st Century Cures Act. So if you transition to a system that practices open notes, which has all of the data available, you can do open notes by providing a patient access to several different systems, which no one will do. They will not do it. 0% of the time they will do it. Um, it's hard to get them to do a great system because most people, they just want to be better. They're not really interested in, I, I want to look at all of my lab. If they're sick, they're probably a little bit more interested, but most of the time patients just want to be better. But the ones who do care, when you have a really good system that's all hung together in, in an integrated package, it just makes it great. You tell the patient's story, you say, so what's the story? Well, why do you think that? Here's the lab and data. Here's the lab and imaging and all this stuff. So what do you think we should do? Here's the plan. And then what's the long-term result? The patient got better or we refer, referred them out because they didn't get better. We need to do something else. It's so great when you actually think through, it's a simple process. Yes. I think it's, um, it's the technology glitches. It's bad technology that's dated. EMRs were built for billing and insurance. So the billing and insurance part's really pretty good, you know, if that's all you care about. If you're a biller or an insurance person, you like right. it, it's good. Yeah. But it's horrible as a doctor to try to take care of a patient with billing software. That's just, it's horrible. So going that direction doesn't work. On the other hand, a really good word processor, you know, you can write pretty good notes with it, but it doesn't connect to anything. It doesn't connect to the lab data, it doesn't connect to the billing. It's like, none of it makes sense. But with a system that's integrated, current technology, like 21st century, it all connects. And that way, everything that you need is right in front of you. And that regulation that would otherwise be a crushing burden. It's like a boulder rolling down a hill about to smash you into little bits. It's like, ah, it's nothing. You just bat it away, like flick it away with your finger because you have everything that you need already. Everything's there. You have a complete compliance with the High Tech Act. You're, and by the way, I've looked at other people's practices and other people's systems, almost nobody complies. All my colleagues, I look around and I look at their stuff, nothing. My own healthcare stuff, I try to find it. I can't find my lab. I can't find my last visit. I can't find anything. It's completely opaque. And I think that that's the thing about Eva that's so cool is you have an expert, kind of like I was saying, like you would describe to me your mom's situation. You're an expert. It would take you three minutes to give me a huge case presentation and get cut right to the chase. Eva does the same thing. It's an expert system, expert virtual system. So Eva gives you that, that condensed piece of information that you need exactly where you need it. And it actually creates much better care. Patients way more satisfied. So their outcomes are going to be better. A, a peaceful patient's a better patient. You know, somebody is not anxious about, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's happening. 
when people know what's going on, they tend to be much better with their care. And I, I know that we're able to do that. And I, I think I get kind of um, juiced, uh, like, oh my gosh, because it can be so easy to do amazing care if your technology is good. I, it's just easy. We see 16 or 20 patients in a, in a day, and we're always out within 15 minutes of our last patient. We never stay for the rest of the day, and it's all there. So if a patient calls me and it's, it's you know, in the evening or whatever else, and the patient's got a problem, like, pop, and everything's right in front of me. It takes literally a minute to review the chart, prescribe whatever I need to do, and I'm out. And I've never been able to do that before, Eva. It's always been dig, dig, click, click, find, 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 oh my gosh, crash, look, look, look. It's, it's just amazing to have a system that actually works technologically and complies with the Cures Act. It complies with medical board regulations. It complies with the stuff that my uh, malpractice liability guys, you know, they want really amazing documentation. What about the text that you sent? It's right there. What about that? Yep, the email's right there. What about, it's all in there. Everything, every piece of data, every piece of activity that happens between the practice and the patient, including staff activity, it's all in there. So it's really cool. I mean, and it's really cool because it's peace. You don't have to go home being nervous. My documentation may not be good. And I used to live like that. You know, I used to go home thinking, oh gosh, I gotta go and get all that stuff straightened out. I got a call, you know, Mrs. Smith has a problem about something. So I got to square away all her documentation, which is hours of sweating and nerve wracking, trying to figure it out in reverse. I don't have to do it anymore. You know, Eva has got it covered. Eva's got it covered. <laughs> it's true though. She really is an expert virtual assistant that's got you covered. Um, I want to mention that Working with a system like this, because it is fully open notes, you know, we talked about this in our last podcast, but most providers and front desk staff and uh, nurses, everybody that's part of your team really can't imagine what Eva can do for them because Eva has been built for the future. I mean, here we have a system that's already fully compliant with you know, the 21st Century Cures Act, the No Surprise Act, which is greatly changing how we communicate and give and provide health information to our patients. We're already done. We are ready to go. We've got you covered. Um, so I, it's a little bit of a transition for people to move over into a system like that as it will be for them to start practicing that way in their current systems. I like that um, because we're our user interface is so... Uh, beautiful and user-friendly, it makes that transition much easier. Um, I also think that it allows you to shift back to giving that personalized care. So like medicine becomes truly about you and the patient in the room and participating in that um, personalized experience, which, you know, it's not like that in, in kind of the old way of managing medicine and especially health information. So I'm really excited to see kind of how we continue to grow and support that patient-provider relationship. Um, I also want to say that, um, you know, I've talked to a couple of providers. We have a podcast that's coming up. I'm really excited to release it with one of our EVA users who's doing an independent practice solo. Um, and, you know, she had mentioned that she does have a lot of patients that are older and it's hard for them to make the transition into you know, patient portals in this fully electronic world. And that's true. 
That is always going to be true. So it's our responsibility to create systems that have user interfaces that are easy to use. It's our responsibility to change the way we use our systems, have them be interactive in the room, which is how Eva was designed. It's not um, responsible for us to, you know, have a laptop in the room and between us and the patient. Really, the Eva care model um, changes the way we use technology and it does help those individuals that are struggling with utilizing technology or those that are resistant to it because of a lack of trust or bad experience, right? Or too many passwords and logins. We're definitely uh, user password and login fatigued. But I think once you can show a patient and they really start to experience this different kind of care model with awesome technology versus um, technology that's painful, uh, hard to use, uh, they begin to participate and they engage in that relationship with um, not only you, but with the tool that we've given them, this technological solution. And most providers, nurses, front desk staff just can't really imagine that. They're not used to that kind of care model. Um, But to me, it's really exciting. And I think to me also the Cures Act and the No Surprise Act are really in trying to get us to move um, in that direction. And, and ultimately, the most rewarding part of, of doing um, is of doing medicine is when I had a patient yesterday. Uh, it, it, we take care of him for a whole bunch of stuff, but primarily like hormonal stuff. He, he leaves, he splits, and he, I get a text on my phone, Dr. J, I love you. This is so great. I'm like, wow, because we have a relationship. Yeah. where he knows he's cared for. He doesn't leave wondering, um, well, what's next? He knows everything's been taken care of. In the room with Eva, we have the uh, touchscreen TV, a big one on the wall. So he watches everything that happens. He watches the interaction with me, with the software, with him. So Eva's engaged the entire time and he's engaged with Eva. So that relationship actually is very clear to him and every other patient. So at the end of the day, all of that stuff has happened within that patient physician relationship in the room at the time of the visit and it's all done and those concentric rings that that like that pond of activity those rings are coming out and the staff is checking to make sure everything's done at the end of the day all the billing has been done all the prescriptions have been done because it happened in the room at the time of the visit without me looking at my computer and the patient looking over the top of my screen at my like nose they're actually we're we're interacting with the system together in an open nose context and it's actually really really amazing it's such a shift from yeah. uh, from any other way to do to do care because the technology has always been the doctor and the technology against the patient or the doctor and the technology kind of with the patient over there now everybody's together the whole system Eva, the doctor or the provider and the patient are all together working on the patient watch you, watches you prescribe. The patient watches the note as it pops. They, you pop the notes up of the lab, you open the lab and you can graph the lab right in front of the patient and show them. They say, well, what is my PSA doing? Well, let me show you. Pop, hit the PSA graph and, it, blah, 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 and they can see it right in front of them. And you've had that consultation. The patient's not going to ask the question again. They're not going to call later and say, what, what happened with my PSA? I mean, you looked at it at your computer, but I didn't see it. It's like, no, actually, they see it. And, and that, that whole, you know, a doctor is supposed to be a teacher. 
right? That's the thing. So you've got this big teaching moment that's just pregnant, hanging in the air. Oh my gosh, you could do all this stuff. And no system allows it except Eva. I mean, Eva not only encourages it, it demands it. In order for the patient to, to process through that visit and the, the discussion and then telling the story, their story's colored in by Eva. Okay, so here's your story. Well, what about my boom, 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 PSA? Here's your graph. Oh, cool. Then I don't really have any other questions. Okay, good. And when they leave, they leave. They're done. They're, there's not three questions hanging in the air that haven't been answered. Um, there's not frustration on the patient's part. I didn't even really get any time with the doctor. Because that time with the computer doesn't count for most patients. They don't think of that as time with the doctor. They think of that as something else. The two minutes you get actually eye contact, they're thinking, I got two minutes with the doctor and that was it. And with us, every minute is we don't, we don't spend time looking at the screen. We look at time looking at the patient and the three of us, Eva, <laughs> the patient and myself, looking at the, the situation. And it really is amazing. And I think the onboarding is just, I think it's so shocking and revolutionary that it could be like that. You know, instead you're thinking about, I'm going to get some pretty bad looking billing stuff and then a, a note attached to it. Instead, it's a completely refreshed environment where the patient's story and the patient's presence and the doctor together, the relationship is kind of in flux the entire visit and, it, and the entire process grows out of that. And the care quality is so much better. And you don't have all these goofy calls later in the day or the next week where things have been missed because it's all done right in front of the patient. So the open notes thing is not just for later when they get home and they want to look at their chart. It's within the room at the time of the visit. Um, and it's, it's intrinsic to the actual process of seeing patients. It's the technology is infused in the whole process. And I, I, every patient that we work with loves it. They're just super excited about, you know, wow, I've never seen anything like this before. It's like, because nothing's like it has existed before. Yeah. So that's why. So, but it is cool. It's a really cool process. It is super cool. Well, I want to wrap this up and kind of bring it full circle. So Eva is in full compliance with the 21st Century Cures Act and the No Surprise Act. We are a fully open note system. So we have given patients access to all of their information. And in addition, it's a fully open billing system, which means we keep track in Eva all of the charges, how much you're spending, all of your inventory. Um, and we also have full billing invoicing, right? So your patients see every invoice, every line item that's on there. And you can have your invoices dive down as deep as you want. Um, and you can manage your inventory, pricing structure, business structure as complex or as simple as you want meaning you're in full compliance with the No Surprise Act as long as you do your due diligence and fill in your prices. That is a fully open system. And I'm proud to be part of a system that is not providing uh, or giving providers any more stress than needed in owning their independent medical practice. So Eva's got you covered. Last but not least, how does a patient access all of their information and the billing? Through, of course, a patient portal. Our patient portal is different than other patient portals in how patients navigate it, um, how user-friendly it is. It really replicates uh, exactly what the user interface looks like for a provider and user of the system as an admin, um, minus the settings area. Uh, so our patient portal is <laughs> much more user-friendly and patient uh, accessible. It's fully HIPAA compliant. 
Um, and really the idea is to have it be a place for patients to feel empowered to access all of their data or um, any sort of references, referrals, um, any kind of medical transfer of information from one organization to another. They simply use their portal um, to do that. And that's a bit different, right? Empowering the patient to be in charge of their um, information is a different uh, feeling for a patient than it is for us being fully in charge of all of their information and only giving them access to small pieces. The portal, not only can they access their information, they can also share information. So it's this two-way communication, right? Um, and Dr. J, I always love your perspective on the patient portal. So let's talk a little bit about that. The, the difference between a patient portal, a portal, a portal transformed or a, a trans, transports you to somewhere else. You, you step through a portal and you're somewhere else when you do a portal, right? Like Star Trek stuff, whatever, uh, Stargate, that silly show. You go through the portal and you wind up in a different dimension, right? Yeah. Eva's like that. You step yeah. through the Eva portal and you're in a totally different environment. Other systems have a port hole. You're looking through a tiny little hole at the tiny bit of information you can get and trying, like looking at a baseball game through a chink in the fence, you're trying to grok what's going on with the game. All you can see is the second baseman. That's it. That's all you get. But with a portal like Eva, you step into a completely different environment and you have all of that data and it just soaks you. You have that, it, you, it's just like having somebody who is a, like I said with you, if you were telling me about your mom's case, it would take you a minute or two. You'd have it all, I'd, you'd tell me it and I'd, I completely understand it. That's what Eva does. She's an expert assistant, so she provides that. So it's very cool to think of Eva as, I think Eva's really got the only true portal that actually transports you into a completely different environment. And I think it's amazing. And I, I just think it's a, it's such a great thing to be able to, um, to be part of it, to be part of what Eva is and, and what we're doing. So great talk. Yep, another excellent podcast. Thanks so much, Dr. J. I'll talk to you next time. Well, that's it for today. Thanks for joining me on the Eva podcast. I'm Erin, your host, and I'll see you next time.